Numbers chapter 13. Numbers chapter 13. Okay. They working on it. Numbers chapter 13, starting at verse 25 uh, through verse 33 in the contemporary English version. It says this, after exploring the land of Canaan for 40 days, the 12 men returned to Kadesh in the Paran Desert and told Moses, Aaron, and the people what they had seen. They showed them the fruit and said, look at this fruit. The land we explored is rich with milk and honey, but the people who live there are strong and their cities are large and walled. We even saw three Anakim clans. Besides that, the Amalekites lived in the desert. The Hittites, the Jebusites, the Amorites are all in the hill country. And the Canaanites, all the ites, how about that? All the ites. The disciple-ites, the vice-lord-ites, the blood-ites, the crip-ites. All of them was there. Somebody say all of them. So Caleb calmed down the crowd and said, let us go and take the land. I know we can do it. But other men replied, those people are much too strong for us. Then they started spreading rumors and saying, we, don't be, we won't be able to grow anything in that soil. And the people are like giants. In fact, we saw the Nephilim, who are the ancestors of the Anakim. They were so big that we felt like small grasshoppers. We got two perspectives. One journey, two perspectives. I want to talk for a few minutes from this talk. Perspectives, conflicts, and pressure. Perspectives, conflicts, and pressure. Now, in order to really understand where I'm going, let me build my case. Uh, in, in this particular text, talks about the children of Israel. In order for you to understand where we're going, you got to understand that according to the Hebrew Bible, the Israelites are descendants of Jacob, right, who was later renamed Israel. Following a severe drought in the land, Jacob and his 12 sons, somebody say 12, his 12 sons fled to Egypt, where they eventually became the 12 tribes of Israel, which proves their kinship, right? Israel was not just a tribe, but they were family. Somebody say family. We're talking about the family series. What is family? Family, by definition, is a basic social unit consisting of parents and their children. Considered as a group, whether dwelling together or not. Somebody say family. Family, any group of people closely related by blood or marriage as parents, children, uncles, aunties, cousins, uncles, etc. Somebody say family. All those people considered as descendants of a common ancestor or progenitor. Family, right? The, the children of Israel were family. The 12 tribes of, of Israel were family. They did life together. They, they grew up together. And of course, they're lo they loved their heritage. They loved their people. They loved their land. And they loved each other. Right? They had, they had love for each other. You, anybody got love for your family? Like, hey I, hey, I got love for my family. They're my people. I might not talk to them every day, but if they jump off and they call me, hey, some y'all we saved now y'all get out of the street now 
They had love. Whenever you invest that type of time and effort into people, even with all the love, there will always be differences. Watch this. Love is one thing, but the conflict that comes as a result of love is a whole nother thing. Got to understand, I can love you, but write this in your note. Love is not without conflict. Love is not without conflict. We don't always agree, right? We don't always see eye to eye. We don't always see things the same way. And as a result of everybody seeing things, things differently, conflict comes as a result of perspective. In the text, the Bible, when you get a chance to read it in the text, the Bible says, God told Moses, I need you to go and I need you to comb the land. I need you to go check out the land in Canaan. The Bible says 12 spies. Somebody say 12. I'm going somewhere. Y'all stay with me. 12 spies went to Canaan together. All 12 of them went together. They had the same intent. They had the same journey. They saw the same thing, but they had a different perspective. They all saw something different. Everybody has a perspective. Foster, you taking notes, that means I'm doing good. We all see things differently. Uh, Twelve disciples, they rode with Jesus. But three of them had a different perspective than the other ones. Right? Uh, uh, all 12 didn't see Jesus the same way or else we would not have the breakdown in the gospel writers the synoptic gospel writers write from a place of experience Matthew, Mark, and Luke writes from a place of their own experience their own perspective but John had his own perspective he didn't look at Jesus the way the synoptic gospel writers looked at him They look, he looked at him from a place of deity Y'all, I ain't got time to teach but he didn't look at them as the man that was healing and touching and all that he looked at them as the son of God Okay, he had a different perspective. You can be in the same family, live in the same house, but you see things different. You can be around the same people and have a different perspective on relationship. You think you cool, but you ain't really cool. <laughs> you think you in a circle, you ain't really in a circle. It depends on your perspective. Somebody shout perspective. You can worship with a person every Sunday and not see them the same way as other people see them. Because it's based off of your perspective. Y'all ain't saying nothing. Perspective. Let me give you some, de some definition. Perspective. Perspective is a particular way of thinking about something. Especially one that is influenced by their beliefs or experiences. Perspective. A perspective is the state of one's ideas. The facts known to one. Y'all better watch it. One's mindset, one's viewpoint, one's prerogative, one's outlook on what they experience. It's pretty much how you see things. It's your perspective. And the thing I like about a perspective is everybody is entitled to one. The problem in the body is uh, uh, we, we get mad because you don't see things the way I see things. Everybody has a right to be right about their point of view. It's my perspective. You can't tell me that my outfit ain't cute. I don't care if you like flower pants or not. I like that's my perspective. 
I looked in the mirror. I thought I was sharp. Y'all ain't saying. <laughs> Some of y'all looking like, I don't know, Rev. Pastor Twain, I don't know. But I have the right to be right about my perspective. The issue, the issue, the issue, here's the issue, because there's always an issue. The issue with perspective is everybody can't handle your perspective. Y'all, better, y'all, y'all ain't got to say nothing. Uh, you eat meat, I don't eat meat, so don't hate. You want to be vegan, I like steak. You don't drink soda, drink all the water with limbon and cucumber and whatever you want to. I need me a Pepsi. I need me a, I need, that, that's just my perspective. And you got to be able to handle perspective. You must have a mutual respect for other people's perspective. Tell somebody, say, hey, respect my authority. <laughs> my perspective. If I don't like it, don't mean we got to fall out. Just because we don't have the same perspective does not give you the right to determine that my perspective is wrong. It's my perspective. As a family, as a community, as a body, we must have respect for other people's perspective. We must be mature enough to know that your, perspe- your perspective is not the only perspective. Shall I say that again, Ebony? You must be mature enough to know that your perspective is not the only perspective. Now, if we don't grow in this area of respect, it can lead to conflicts. Conflicts. Conflict. A conflict means to come into collision or disagreement. Vision collision. Huh? Come on, Elder Foster. Vision collision or disagreement. It's, it's to be contradictory. Uh, it it, it, it means to be at odds, to be in opposition, to be at variance. It means to clash. Watch this. A conflict is a serious disagreement and argument about something important. If two people or groups are in conflict, they have had a serious disagreement or argument and have not yet reached an agreement conflict it's a serious difference between two or more beliefs ideas or interests if two beliefs or ideas or interests are in conflict they are very different you can get into it because you like red velvet and I don't it can be a conflict if I like the golden state warriors and you don't uh-huh. You, you, you ever been in the barber shop? Huh? You, you ever been you ever been in that in that in that in that in that job lounge? And you mess around and say, who pop is this? Don't nobody drink that pop. Well, it's my pop. Who told you to touch my pop? You ain't even got to drink the pop. It's my pop. And don't let us get to moving and it's a conflict. Look, look let me help y'all. You know it's a conflict when his hands and stuff start moving. Oh, this ain't your pop. You shouldn't have touched my pop. The next time you put your hands on my pop, it's going to be a problem. Now, notice, notice in all of the definitions, none of the definitions said anything about falling out. Y'all watch this. We're in detox. We're talking about family. None of these definitions of conflict said anything about canceling you, being done with you. 
being over you. Y'all know, we, that's the, I'm over you. I'm over her. I don't even fool with her. I don't even mess with her. It, the conflict definition has never said anything about that. Conflict is a, dif- a disagreement or a difference in perspective. Conflict does not mean cancel. Y'all ain't got to say, hey, man, I already knew it. When the Lord gave it to me last night, I said the same thing. Ooh. And conflict that's not dealt with will cause pressure. Here's where I get my title. Perspectives, conflicts, and pressure. Whenever you have conflict, if you don't deal with it, it can turn into pressure. You know, uh, if you put so much air in a balloon, the pressure from the air will cause the balloon to pop. That's how a lot of people live their life. You listening to everybody's perspectives and you, you holding in your conflict. You don't really like them, but you don't want to say nothing. You don't really fool with them, but you don't want to deal with it. Because at the end of the day, perspectives and, 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 and conflicts and pressures start with you. Some of y'all worked up because of yourself. Oh, this is detox. Y'all ain't got it like me. I'm from the west side. I grew up on Central North Avenue. Y'all better believe it. Lockwood and Chicago. Okay, I'm sorry, Evan. We, we, I almost threw up a game sign. Lord. Everybody point your hands this way. Father, touch Pastor Twine. <laughs> Deliver him from his past. <laughs> pressure. What is pressure? Pressure is force that is produced when you press hard on something. Anybody ever been under pressure? If there is pressure on a person, someone is trying to persuade you or force you to think a certain way or do a certain thing. It's called peer pressure. As a kid, everybody wanted to smoke weed. I wanted a weed smoker, but they always put it in my face. That was pressure because every now and then, oh, ain't none of y'all smoke weed? You, you, bet, you, bet, not, you bet not look. Boy, I'm a man of God. I had the Lord give me your name and where you was at. <laughs> You remember 1992, you were sitting under that porch and you and your friends had that little joint? Okay. Pressure, pressure. Stay focused. Pressure, pressure. That puff, puff pass may pass you too many times, then you're like, come on, let me get it. Just let me get it. Pressure, pressure, pressure. Used to go, uh, Ebony might remember the, the Korean cleaners on Chicago Avenue and I would take my Straight leg Levi's. Y'all, y'all don't remember that. I got, y'all remember. And so, here, 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 Tanisha, I, I give her a couple pair of my jeans and she say, would you like stachy, stachy? <laughs> you got to be careful when you say yes to stachy, stachy because you might not be able to put your leg in your pants. Why? Because the press along with the stachy, stachy, you mess around and be inconvenienced. So, so I would have to say, hold up on the stachy stachy. Just give me the press. If, 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 if you are experiencing pressure, watch this, you feel like you have to do a lot or make a lot of decisions in very little time because of pressure. Pressure from people that expect a lot from you. Pressure. 
pressure to make sure that all of the bills are pre- I'm going down somebody's avenue. Pressure to make sure everybody in the family happy. Are you that person that got to make sure everybody got everything they need? The light bulbs going out, they call you. The water stopped running, they call you. Something going on with the locks, they call you. John John acting up, they call you. That can become pressure. And watch this. Whenever you're doing life with people, you may have to deal with perspectives, conflicts, and pressure. In the text. In the text. They found themselves in a place of perspectives, conflict, and pressure. I ain't got time to read it. Read it on your own time. In Numbers chapter 13, they go and they spy the land. So they come back. The Bible says they return to Moses and Aaron for a report. Moses says, okay, what did you guys see? What's, what's the report? Some of them said, uh, we went, oh my God, it's fruit and it's flowing with milk and honey. Oh my God, we about to come up because I know we can do this. But then another group went to the same place and they saw Giants, Amorites, Morites. They saw the Canaanites and they saw all of these different things and they said, I don't think it's a good idea because we can't beat those giants. Same place, different perspective. Y'all better watch this because we live in a time now where we live in the same world dealing with the same stuff the same people, but we got two different perspectives. I ain't really got time to deal with it because it's really based on where you are in your faith. Because if you're walking by what you see, you're certainly not going to see what I see because I walk by what I believe. Okay, y'all missing it. Because the Bible says we walk by faith and not by sight. So faith is not predicated on what I see, but it's predicated on what I believe. And so if you're looking from your natural eye, you see recession and you see problems and you see issues. But I'm more looking from my faith. And so I see opportunity. I see a chance to get to get a house for on the low. Y'all ain't saying nothing. I, I see an opportunity to jump in a program so I can get my car with no money down. I see an opportunity to rest because I ain't got to go to work every day I just go downtown two times a week it's based on perspective and so Moses say okay okay so 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 what's the deal here Caleb jumps up the Bible says Caleb jump up and say hey let's go we can take it we can do this hey look man I'm a I'm a child of God. you ever had somebody in your family that's always about it <laughs> I don't care what happened if it's a fallout in the family, who said it? You know, I don't even like, you know, what's up? You got to pray for those family members. They get the family in trouble every time. We show up at the park for the family reunion. It's already a fight. I needed the other gazebo. What's wrong with this one? This is too small. What? Calm, calm down. So Moses have them give their report. Caleb says, hey, we can take it. Then there were others. They said, hey, man, I ain't see all the fruit and can on. I saw giants. I saw trouble. I saw issues. And quite naturally, because we have two different perspectives, we have a conflict here. We don't see eye to eye. We have a difference of, of, of opinion. We, we have a difference of, of what we see. Have you ever had a difference, a disagreement with somebody? 
Uh, if you ain't careful, it can, it can produce a conflict. And so they have a conflict. And if you read the story, even in, in Numbers chapter 14, as they go along, the Bible says that they really got into it. Because those that saw fruit was, were, were into it with those that didn't see nothing. Because those that saw the enemy, they gave their perspective to everybody. They started running their mouth. Please, please, I'm going to just insert this into the message. I got seven minutes. I'm going to be on time. Please, please, please be careful about people that's always running their mouth. Oh, you talk about a conflict? Go, go tell my business. We're we going to have a problem. Oh, I'm sorry. Y'all if I told you something and I gave you my perspective and you told the person that I was talking about what my perspective was, they didn't like it, now we into it, that's your fault. We got a problem. If you're anything like me, I don't like problems. I'm a mild-mannered guy. I'm a servant of the Lord. I, I walk in love and patience and kindness. And, and I love everybody. But there is a line. Y'all better say something. There, there is a line that if you cross this line, we're going to have a problem. And so the line was crossed. Read your Bibles. The, the line was crossed. See, some of y'all like all these reality shows and stuff, but if you read your Bible in the Old Testament, they was into it. They was wild. And so they crossed the line. And so they went from perspective to conflict to pressure. Because now you saying one thing about your perspective. I have another perspective. We don't see eye to eye. And you running your mouth. In life, as we talk about family and detox, relationships and community, you're going to run into these things. So how do we resolve? How do we, how do we resolve? The resolve. If you're taking notes, five minutes. I'm going to be done. Watch. Maybe ten, Shante. Okay. Resolve. Somebody shout, what's the resolve? If you read the story, it starts in Numbers chapter 13, and they went through a lot of chapters before they got through the resolve. It was a lot of perspectives. It was a lot of conflicts. And it was a lot of pressure. In life, you're going to deal with perspectives, conflicts, and pressure. Whether you want it or not, that don't mean it's not going to show up. Because everybody has a perspective. So how do I resolve? What did they do? Number one, you got to get an understanding of the real adversary. Get an understanding. The Bible says, in all you're getting, get understanding. Get, get an understanding of the real adversary. Do you know who the real adversary is? Do you know who the real enemy is? You got to take a look at yourself first. If you read that story, Floyd... The Bible says Caleb had to check himself and then the other guys had to check themselves because in order for you to move forward with perspectives, conflicts, and pressure, you're going to have to take a look at yourself. We don't like to do that. Did y'all see? Y'all didn't see the dance? Guess what she had? A mirror. She didn't have a finger. She had a mirror. If you're going to resolve 
your issues and your conflicts, you got to first take a look at the real avid. Look in the mirror. Look at your neighbor and say, look at yourself. We good. We good for blaming other people. You, you, I grew up, uh, I like telling stories. That I could tell stories. Can I tell stories? Okay. I grew up in a time in the 80s. We, we, had, we had fun. We always was outside. And we loved each other, right? We had block parties and stuff. And as much as we loved people, uh, each other, we got into fights. And we'll get into the fight, and the old drunk guy, Rimrod, you remember Rimrod? <laughs> Me and Ebony grew up in the same neighborhood, don't you? Rimrod would come and break up the fight. Y'all, y'all got to stop fighting. Stop, stop. I'm going to go tell your mama. So when your mama come out and say, hey, why y'all fighting? Who started it? We both start pointing at each other. Why? Because nobody wants to admit that you started it. Ooh, that, that's deep. That's deep. Because we always want to say somebody else did something that we initiated. How about you grow up to the place where you can admit that it's your fault? Did I get loud with that? You should have gave me an echo on that. It's your fault. We don't like that type of stuff. We just want stuff to fix itself. Lord, blow your breath alone. And it's done. No, you got to deal with yourself. It is your fault. Oh. Boy, I was finna going to a full presentation right now. <laughs> the result, number one. Get an understanding of the real adversary. Take a look at yourself first. Number two, be open to reasoning with whoever is involved. If you're going to get past it, you got to be open to reasoning with whoever is involved. The Bible says, come, let us reason together. Let us get an understanding. Let us come to grips. Let us come to terms. Let, let us get to a place where we both understand each other. I don't understand why is it so hard for us to just come to the table and talk. The enemy has put an assault on our resolve, our agreement. When it's time for us to come together and, and get stuff right, I don't want to talk to her. I don't want to, and it's cool. You may take some time, but at some point, in order for you to move past perspectives, conflict, and pressure, you're gonna have to talk. It ain't deep. I ain't exegeting the text. I'm not talking hermeneutics, hermeneutics. I ain't talking about Hebrew, Greek, none of that stuff. Get at the table and talk. You know, when you told me that, I was really offended that you said that. Oh, man, I, you know what? I never meant it like that. I'm so sorry. Well, I've been feeling like this for 10 years. Well, you could have came to me 10 years ago and we could have resolved this it, Oh, I know how to role play. I'm a, I work for social services. <laughs> you could have told me this 10 years ago. Well, I was in my feelings because you made me feel some type of way. And, and your perspective caused a conflict and I was under pressure. Well, had you came to an understanding of who the real adversary was, you may have discovered that you came at me a little foul too. Really? I didn't know I came across that way. 
Well, you did. But unlike yourself, I didn't get in my feelings and I was able to move forward. Am I acting? Somebody call Tyler Perry, let him know. <laughs> well, you know what? I'm sorry. I, didn't, I shouldn't have never took it that way. Well, you know what? I'm sorry that you took it that way. I never meant it that way. But at this point, can we reason together so we can be family again? Well, you know what? I'll do that. I love you. I love you too. We family. Oh, I'm out of time. Lord, have mercy, Jesus. Pastor Clyde, can I please get like six more minutes, please? I don't want a conflict. <laughs> we, we have a difference in time perspective, and I don't want a conflict that's going to lead to pressure. See, six minutes, six minutes, six minutes. Okay, so, so, so be, be, be open to reasoning together. We got to get to the table. The, the last thing is, the most important in my last six minutes, you got to know who you're fighting. Know who you're fighting. Because it's not a natural fight. You think that the fight is between you and your cousin. But it's not a natural fight. I got Bible. Ephesians chapter 6. Ephesians chapter 6 verse 10 through 13 in the New King James Version. And then we're going to go outside and we're going to take pictures. Here's what it says. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. Verse 12. Watch this. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood. Watch this. It's not a natural fight. But we wrestle against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in heavenly places. It's not a natural fight. When you understand that me and you not agreeing does not mean that we finna fall out. Maybe we can move past to, 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 to the land of milk and honey. In the, in the, in the Passion trans, Translation, I, I, I want you to hear this. Verse 12, listen. Your hand-to-hand -hand combat is not with human beings, but it's with the highest principalities and authorities operating, watch this, operating in rebellion under the heavenly realms. Watch this, for they are a powerful class of demons and evil spirits that hold this dark world in bondage. It's a spiritual fight. And guess what, people of God? Some of us are losing. I'm a preacher today. I'm preaching good, and I ain't sweating, I ain't hollering, or none of that. I'm ready for my pictures. You, you think it's a natural fight. How do you know? Why you say that? Because I ain't physically fighting on my... No, you got high blood pressure though. And every time you get around them, you, I don't know why my head start hurting. You get in their presence and you say stuff like, I don't even feel like eating. It's not... Look at somebody and say, it's not natural. 
And many of us are so stuck in our past because I got some bullies in the room. Some of y'all was the one that always want to fight. You, you jump up. It's time to fight. Here you come. Ain't said nothing all day. Somebody say fight. You done woke up. What? T- get my, hold my earrings. It ain't even that serious. <laughs> you you got to get to the place where you understand that it's not a natural fight. It's spiritual. Therefore, because it's spiritual, verse 13 says, therefore, put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand the evil day and having done all to stand. Put on the armor of God. I ain't got to fight you. I got my armor on. We ain't finna box. I got my armor on. I wish I had time to preach it. I would preach, put it all on. What's all of it? Having girded your waist with truth. Because the fact of the matter is your perspective is your truth. But if you find a way to coincide and make sure everybody else's truth fits your truth, we can get the truth out of the truth and promise to tell the whole truth and nothing but the truth, so help you God. Your waist with truth. Having put on the breastplate of righteousness. I ain't got time to break this down because if we was living right, we wouldn't have had a disagreement in the first place. We don't talk about holiness no more because if you was living right and walking in love like the Bible say, we can disagree but still not fall out. Okay. Having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace. I ain't got to fight you because I'm walking in peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith with which you will be able to quench the fiery darts from the wicked one. Take on the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. It's not a natural fight. If you read that text, you can play. You can play. I'm done. If you read the rest of the story in Numbers, they eventually came to a resolve. They all understood their part in it, right? They, they understood their, their part in it. They, they were open to reasoning. Well, you know, when we went to Canaan, I know you saw the giants, and that's true. The giants are there. But you know what else was there? Fruit. So I need you to see my perspective, and you see, your, and you see our perspective together. We get a different outlook on the whole thing. We get a resolve. Last thing, verse 18 in Ephesians, it says, after you put on the helmet of salvation, the sword of the spirit is the word of God. Verse 18, praying, 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 anybody know how to pray? You still know how to pray? Whenever you get to a place of perspectives, conflicts, and pressure, praying always, watch this, all prayer and supplication in the spirit, watch it now, being watchful to this end with all preservation and supplication for all saints. At the end of the day, if you're going to resolve this stuff, you got to understand it's not a natural fight. It's a spiritual fight. So I don't care where you are in your prayer life. You better get you something. 
so that you can pray against uh, uh, spiritual wickedness and principalities. If you don't know how to pray, grab your intercessor and say, I'm about to kill my uncle because he's been acting a fool. Can you pray for me? Because I'm finna take it physical. <laughs> and you let them pray for you and your uncle. And you let the Lord do what the Lord is going to do. Perspectives, conflicts, pressure. Perspectives, conflicts, and pressure. To resolve those three things, get an understanding of the real adversary, be open to reasoning together, and know who you're fighting. It's not a natural fight. Clap your hand for the word.